All right, welcome to this episode of Scaling Your Mental Capital. I am super excited to have the founders of ScaleJet here, Oksana and Anna. We are jumping in here and I'm very happy to have you both here. Thank you for inviting Hi. us. <laughs> Thanks for having us. It's also really a pleasure to be with you today and to, yeah, to have a nice chat. So thank you. Awesome. Well, as we jump in here, you know, for those of you who haven't maybe been following all of these episodes on the regular, we're going to dive in here into the intricacies of identifying intangible products, meaning knowledge. And Oksana and Anna have gone in and they have created a product out of knowledge. And we're going to go into some of that. So first off, can you give us the me in 30 seconds, meaning you know, who are you? What what are you currently doing? And then um, we're going to dive into, you know, where did you come from in terms of your entrepreneurial journey that's led you here? So, um, Oksana, we'll start with you. Who, who are you and what are you doing now? Sure. We are the agency that helps e-commerce businesses, Amazon sellers, whatever your business is about in the e-com area to find your A players, sorry, to help you scale your business and get to the next level. So we are providing end-to-end -end recruitment, but our real expertise is in us being regionally from the Amazon business and making sure that you find the game changer for your business. Exactly. So just like in an ad or in other words, what we do is we help uh, e-commerce companies hire people all over the world, pretty much anywhere, depending on their needs, on their setup whatever their requirements or their current situation is. We do help with that all. We've been doing this for more than four years already, like really nailing this, sharing our unique expertise that we've had in e-commerce before. So yeah, that's about us. Beautiful. Okay. So tell me a little bit more about who you are as an entrepreneur, you know, what brought you. So, so obviously you mentioned a little bit of your past history. Let's start with how, how did the two of you meet? We actually were working together for a huge Amazon brand, meaning brand sound in Amazon. And this is how we met. So yeah, we were working together. We were colleagues and yeah, we, we were working together, really, you know, just doing some amazing stuff, like literally putting the brand to the very next level, level by level, I would even say. And yeah, we really felt that we had the same vision and understanding of how the businesses in e-commerce like are operating, what their real struggles and needs are. And we, and that and we literally were doing uh, solving this for that particular brand at the moment. Uh, and th that issue was like people issue. So really like literally having the right people on board was the biggest issue at that point because the business was already like really big, uh, but there was no, you know, consistency or operations in place. So yeah, the like people people question was really a game changer at that point. Gotcha. So you you found a roadblock in building the business around scaling and operations, and that that became kind of something that you focused on together. Um, and, and what roles did you play in the organization? We'll start o Oxana and then and then Anna. 
Oksana, what, what, what was the role that you were playing at the time there? At the time, I was the chief operating officer in the Amazon company, and I was with this company for a couple of years, being able to scale it from maybe five people to 40 people on board and expanding with, with sales and operations, processes, and so on. And Anna was a business development manager at that time. And then we kind of part ways with that organization, moved to others. And we were managing operations in different companies, not working together anymore. But once upon a time, we met and said, hey, what's your biggest issue right now? And the answer for both of us was, yeah, people. And other Amazon sellers around, they were sharing, yeah, we too, we have like people issue is the, the main issue for our business because the growth is normally disruptive for Amazon businesses and people who are real entrepreneurs. They didn't necessarily work previously with big operations, so they kind of have to put things up and running on a go. So that's how we saw the need. We already did this successfully and we decided, why don't we do this, that together for clients? And that's how the idea started. Interesting. So so tell me a little bit more about, did you get together for lunch or when, when was it and how long after? So you'd been working for the one Amazon company where you'd been working together. Then you both, did you both leave at the same time or was that kind of one of you left and then the other left and then you know, got together three years later? Or what, what did that look like? Yeah, uh, I don't remember exactly how much time passed. It's It's been quite some time. And we were um, kind of maintaining relationships, like talking to each other once for a couple of months. And then we, we just had, uh, yeah, a lunch together and we, we were just talking and there were a couple of other people around and we, we just were having a chat. And that's how the the things kicked off and so so you're having lunch you're you're you know sitting down together looking at that what was it that made you realize i mean did you realize at that lunch like oh my gosh i think we're gonna start something or was it just kind of like that was the seed that began the discussions afterward or what what did that look like yeah the thing is that it was not at that moment a business idea it was just a discussion about okay what's the biggest issue that all of us are facing what's the biggest deal in there and what really helps to scale just finding those professionals who could take the whole function, not just doing things, but understanding, having accountability for the whole process and taking it and running with it. Mm-hmm. And we were discussing this as a main issue. And, you know, like it, it was not yet at that moment a business idea. It was us seeing that problem on the market. And we actually faced also from, from the inside that we were not able to find someone who could hire those professionals for us or help us finding people. And we ended up spending a lot of time doing this by ourselves, just interviewing people, hundreds of people instead of running the business because like, okay, what's the biggest issue? This is the issue. This is where we need to spend time. This is the one thing that will make everything else easier. And we couldn't find anyone who could help us. And then at some point we saw that like, some time passed and we saw that the same issue is happening with others. And this is like clearly a market necessity that we are able to touch. So we kind of discussed that. We said, okay, why don't we 
do our own stuff, like helping others just as we did for ourselves, but really us understanding the business inside out and being able to put ourselves in the entrepreneurial shoes and say, hey, we can really help you with that. And that's how it started. So when did you decide, and and we'll throw this one to Anna, Anna, when did you decide that this was something that you felt like you could monetize? It was like, wow, wait, I have some knowledge here. We've looked at this idea of, you know, the challenge that people are facing as they try to scale their Amazon businesses and, and get into this. Obviously, this is knowledge. When did you decide, wow, okay, you know what? This actually, this this knowledge could be monetized. I would say that it was like, pretty much happening uh, all at the same time. So, you know, like really seeing this need, what what does the word like need uh, mean, right? It needs that it's a demand from some specific audience, right? So from my point of view, I would I didn't like differentiate those things for myself. When I see like a need, I realize that, all right, then that needs that people, that there is a certain amount of people who really need this and who would be buying this service or product or whatever that is. So I think that like from the very start, we were clearly like understanding that, like not really putting that as Oksana was sharing as a business idea. But of course, like we were realizing that this is like a great niche and opportunity uh, for us to, to help Amazon businesses and commerce businesses yeah gotcha no so i I love that where so you're both working for other companies at this point and i'm wondering what what are some of the questions that you asked yourself to recognize like no this really could be a big enough need that we could go out and actually create something from it what made you what made you ask what, what questions did you ask yourself to recognize like wow this actually could become its own business that I could use to step away from working for someone else and you know mm-hmm. do something on my own. Sure. Well, I I would also probably add here that this understanding of like these uh, need and uh, of the market it it was always there. It's just that when you are doing a lot of things at the same time, right? So sometimes you are just not dedicating enough time to recognize. And to invest as well enough time to to grow something, so probably it just happened so that at some point we already were at that level that we clearly felt that the idea was like it, it crystallized, you know. So it it didn't happen like overnight that we met during the lunch, then we, all right, like next uh, day, we would have a business plan. Absolutely not. We really had to harvest that uh, thought in our minds, just to talk to the community as well, talk to other sellers. We also did the market survey as well from our side. And we really saw just once again, that there is a huge need that we are able to cover because even before like we really started putting everything together as an agency we were doing like hiring people building operations for several different companies so pretty much we were doing this for many years before we evolved into the agency got it So taking that entrepreneurial leap, like actually deciding, you know what, I'm going to quit my job. 
and I'm going to go do this for myself, or I'm going to go build something and pay myself to, to figure that out. That can be a really scary thing. So yeah. we'll go with Oksana this time. Oksana, what did you do to make it so that you felt like you actually could leave and dive in and monetizing this knowledge? Yeah, for me, it was uh, kind of an easy one because by that moment, I had uh, already a big wish to do something by myself. So I didn't work for for the company anymore. I just decided, okay, I just really want to do something by myself. It was like, you know, like I treat our life as a sort of a game <laughs> where you regret not to play. This is the biggest regret that you might have. In the end, you lose or you win. It depends how how you actually perceive that loss or win, right? So for me, it was an easy decision. I was thinking, okay, why, why don't I try thing that I really believe can work? And there was a big belief uh, in that because as we mentioned, we already started asking around. It, it was very simple, like uh, going to the community. Hey, do you need, what do you think about this service? Oh, that would be such a great thing for us. And we had this feedback already, so it was easy kind of to to have that decision. And we started, of course, it didn't develop in one day. We started putting things together. And another advantage that we had is that we've already worked for a couple of years remotely. So we understood how it works and we were able to provide the service that was quite unique on the market because at that moment the COVID was starting and people were disoriented. They they couldn't work in the in their setup that they were used to. And we were offering a relief because we were saying, okay, why don't you start working remotely with people and we can help you. So it was like the demand was huge and it was an easy decision. It was not like, okay, I'm doing something I don't believe will work. I think everything starts with you believing in what you're offering to the market or to other people really makes sense. And we had this understanding. I guess that's what made our start very easy. So it sounds like one of the main questions you're asking yourselves is, is there demand? Like, is there really a need? I mean, going yeah. back to what Anna said, like, what is the definition of the word need? Right. Like, is there really a need out there that we can solve? So, so Anna, coming back to you on that same question, you know, leaving that safe, comfortable place of, okay, well, you know, I'm being paid currently to do a job and that job's, you know, comfortable, you know, safe, so to speak, and then diving out on your own. Um, did Oxana reach out to you and say like, Hey, let's do this together. Why don't you leave that job? Or like, what was it that made you be like, you know what? I'm doing this. You know, for probably I'll start here, like sharing a bit about like myself, like about who I am as a person and I'm very open-minded and sometimes it can be adventurous, <laughs> not all the time. And it also just as Oksana, I've really wanted to do something like for my own for, for a very long time. And I just had that feeling for, for a while already. And I was always thinking of, all right, so what can I do and uh, be successful with, with this product? 
right? So this particular idea, it really clicked. It clicked a lot like with me. And this is why for me, that decision was really easy at that point, honestly, because I just had like the inner feeling for a very long time already that I should be doing like my own business and uh, yeah, just having a really amazing co-founder, partner, Oksana and our team. I mean, no doubts. <laughs> so it was uh, thankfully a, a good and a amazing decision made. Got it. So I guess that first question is, is there a deep need in the market for what I have, for the knowledge I have? or the service I have. And then I guess, what about a question you asked yourselves around, you know, do we have what it takes to build this? Do we have the experience? Do we have the expertise to knock this out of the park? Have we done this for ourselves enough times that we could do this for someone else? Is that another question you would say that lines up? Yeah, but probably not necessarily for ourselves. You know, I, I would just like literally say, do we have successful validation of of this already not necessarily for ourselves but also for other businesses is really important because it's one thing that like when you do something for yourself and it's absolutely another when you're working with other people with other teams with clients so yeah i i think that this this is so important thing to realize you are really and <clears throat> capable or service provider business. Okay, perfect. So the internet cut out there for just a second. So I'm going to ask that one one more time. No, you're good. So, so what did it look like as you kind of identified, you mentioned, you know, validating this, you know, when you, when you validated that you could do it for someone else, what did that look like? What did the validation process look like for being able to do this for someone else, not just for yourselves? I mean, previously successfully hired people, like a lot of people for other businesses. <laughs> so we already have been doing this for, for several years and uh, there was like no, no reasons or doubts for us to not be able to do that for much more businesses. So look, here's the thing. We have been doing this already, but like just on a much smaller scale, let's put it that way. And what changed is that we literally scaled our services and <clears throat> we were able to, uh, we are able now to provide them for a lot of businesses. So, so okay, this so, is the only so, thing that changed, literally. <laughs> so you're mentioning that you shifted and you went and w went to a place of, identifying an opportunity that was bigger there in doing it for smaller businesses. So, so while you were working with some of these other companies, did you have people asking like, Hey, can you help me find so-and-so? And so while you were working for the other company, you were helping them source as well. Like in the background, was it kind of like a, a, a part-time thing to begin with? And then it became a full-time thing? Well, uh, it's for, for the way that it worked with us is like we started with uh, managing operations. And as we mentioned before, the biggest issue was finding people who could take, uh, first of all, understanding the structure of the business, which is absolutely different from, from the classical uh, let's say old school business, uh, the setup is different, the structure is different, the functions are different. 
So for us, being able to understand those functions and finding people who fit the need on the market that was completely empty, like there were no specialists for Amazon at that po point, right? So we were able to find those people, train those people, and uh, then scale. And then with the time passing by, there were more and more specialists on the market as well. So we kept hiring for the businesses we were working with, like overseeing the process, building the processes of hiring and making sure that we can shortlist the successful candidate for all kinds of positions in e-com. That's what Anna means by validations. We were able to do it for big e-com brands. And then we were able to start this for clients, like same clients entering and saying, hey, I don't know what to do. I, I need people and so on and so forth. So we were able to monetize that expertise. It's like very similar to Amazon businesses who have managed like advertising PPC for themselves. And then they end up doing their own agencies because they, they know the, the core, they know how it contributes to the business. And mm -hmm. all they need afterwards is to to scale that, actually mm -hmm. build the process to be able to manage more clients. Got so it. this is the thing. So uh, I love that. As you look back on your journey of monetizing this expertise that you've you've identified, created, validated, what were some of the biggest roadblocks or challenges that came with monetizing that knowledge? Like as you as you began that journey, what were some of the hardest things that you faced in trying to monetize that knowledge? Well, scale in itself, <laughs> it's all, probably always the biggest challenge, but really, really uh, rewarding one and the nice one if you're ready for that. Um so yeah, scaling our business. So we are scale jet. We help other companies scale. We scale. <laughs> we are all about scaling. Yeah, because you know, like when again, when we like started off and we shared with the community. All right, guys, here's here's our website. Here here are our services. Here's what we do. We can help you hire. A players all over the world for your e-commerce companies. We had like huge amount like of of new clients right away just because, uh, again, firstly we did like market research service validation and this like literally we were prepared for for our launch. So yeah, we were just very busy with building out everything, also operations team on our end in order to be able to meet the deadlines and to really do the quality job for our clients. So I, I would say that that was like the biggest challenge. Xana, maybe you. Yeah, I, I can only uh, add up on this one. It's when you are jumping into something that is new, uh, you never know what's going to happen, right? So in our case, it was a success that we the, the there was a demand but we didn't know how much resource from us it will take. So we were at the same time, we were working like literally 15 hours per day in order to be able to keep the promises to the client, to build our own team at the same time, to work with developers, to like to make our website up and running, to, to help. And, you know, like everything was happening so fast. And at the same time, building processes for ourselves 
training new people that were like hired by us for our business. And this was the biggest roadblock, not the roadblock. It was like the, the process that took a lot of energy and a lot of dedication that we were probably not ready for because we were thinking, okay, it will take time. It will, it will take from us. We will see. And then all of a sudden we had to tackle all that really fast. So that was the biggest challenge that we were facing in the beginning. So <clears throat> it sounds like the biggest challenge was the explosion of demand, like exactly. so many people who needed your help so quickly. Exactly. Yeah. And we were not ready with, with the backup office and with operations. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, luckily that was a skill you had because that was the skill you were monetizing, right? Exactly. Um, I love that. So, so scaling it and what was, what was kind of one of the keys to success there? What, what do you think allowed you to scale as quickly as you did? I think that the biggest skill was our positive attitude um, that we, we got both got together and we say, okay, it's tough. Yeah, but let's keep running. And we were very positive and optimistic saying, okay, we can manage that. We already did it. It just, takes some time so the only problem that we have is time okay we will sleep later <laughs> so that was that was how we managed that i guess like everything that we do with a positive mindset with a growth mindset you can manage it all of course there are things that you cannot undo but there are, uh, it all it is all about attitude at the end beautiful so, so you you know, okay, attitude. I love that. <clears throat> what did you do to keep a good attitude in that, you know, crazy time? We'll sleep later. I love, I love the way that you <laughs> described that. We'll, we'll sleep later. W what did you do to kind of help uh, shift that and continue forward that way? Yeah, I can start sharing and I can share a lot about that. I guess that a simple human thank you when you are meeting with the client for whom it was a roadblock for, for, or his whole multi-million business. And then a month after, two months after, the client gets back to us and says, hey, you know what? It was the best hire I made in my life. That's what keeps us running all the time. It's like really, uh, you know what? I know we are talking about monetizing here, but money is just a reflection of something bigger that you're doing. And this is what, what keeps us really up with, with, the, with our service is that we are helping other people. We help other people to solve something they are not able to solve by themselves. And this is uh, that creates this inner satisfaction and that creates a purpose, you know, that is bigger than money. And that's what helps. Interesting. So keeping keeping that focus on something beyond just the monetization, it was it was about, you know, going somewhere beyond that. I like that. I like that. What yeah. do you think? What do you think, Anna? Yeah, I I will just add here that probably I mean, not probably, I just know that Oksana will agree completely, is that still like monetization was like never our goal number one. Because again, you can earn money like in this life many different ways. However, it's like the inner satisfaction as well that you are looking for. So we and, and like people who are doing business, they're many times like being pushed by like their inner motivation. Uh, they really want to do something bigger. 
So yeah, those like rewards from the results that you are able to share and to provide to the clients, that's like the the thing number one, I, I would say. Beautiful. Okay, so now I want you to <clears throat> take a quick second and think back. So so we're gonna go back to that moment where it, you you guys were at that uh, lunch that you mentioned, and you know everybody's kind of talking about the the major challenges that you're facing. I want you to imagine that you could make a phone call back to that past version of yourself. So you you could literally pick up the phone and be like, "Hey, Oksana, Anna." from right before that lunch you're you're literally being you, you can call that person on the phone and give them some advice about you know what the journey you're about to take <clears throat> what would be the piece of advice that you would give that younger version of yourself you know in in diving into that journey we'll start with Oksana and then go over to Anna yeah the the only thing that i would probably tell myself i take a long vacation, <laughs> like a month vacation somewhere, because you're not going to be able to to take that for a couple of years, at least. So even though, you know, like thinking about working remotely, most of the things that pops up in the internet, hey, you can work from whatever place and so on and so forth. It's a lot of dedication working remotely. It's about being uh, the best version of yourself, organizing yourself, making sure that you do what you need to do. And nobody tells you, you come wake up with the list of things, prioritizing them and just keep running and running. So probably only that, but overall, I think keeping the positive attitude, keeping, you know, sometimes uh, there are things that seem the end of the world. <laughs> and then a couple of years later, you look back and say, hey, this was just a minor problem because you already solved that you gain that experience. So probably it's just overall, we had that positive attitude that mistakes are just a learning curve. So both of us, we had that already. But sometimes, you know, like when it's when it's tough, when it's when you're tired, it's it's about, you know, I just want a day off and you cannot allow yourself to do that because you have a bunch of things that, that you already planned. So it's basically that keep keep the energy more energy on the start. Got it. Wow. I mean, what what a fantastic piece of advice. Um take a month off because it's going to be a couple of years before you can really dig in that way. And and in that time period where you had a couple of years where you felt like you couldn't take any time off, what did you do to stay sane? Because obviously if we don't take breaks then, you know, we break down what what did you do during that that stressful time to to maintain that pace i guess it's it's not about the time that you need to kind of take rest it's about the routine so you can say hey this half an hour is just for myself and i'm going to do this i'm going to take a nice cup of coffee with cream and i will sit down at at the window and watch this beautiful landscape outside or something like that, where you really are able to rewire your mind in a very short period of time. For me, for example, I mean, we are all different. We all have our sources of energy. I really like walking and I like mountains. Sometimes going 
somewhere close where there are mountains and walking for half an hour could be a game changer. You can feel after that as if you were spending one month at the seaside. So this is for me. How about you, Anna? So yeah, no. Yeah. So so I want I want to hear I want to hear. Actually, you know what? Go ahead and answer that question, and then we're gonna go back to you making a phone call. So, how do you <laughs> recharge, Anna? When when you are in a similar situation, where when our you know when you're in a place where it's like, oh, I just need I need to recharge right now, but I can't go on a month vacation. What do you do to recharge? I mean, I I would say like, you know, it's really about those very basic needs as well. It's just to like, it's just to have really also time to yourself. So for Xana, that's walking, like uh, also preferably close to the mountains for myself, that could be yoga or also walking sometimes or are you having like a very nice massage? <laughs> so that's, you know, just very, very personal things, but they re- really do the magic. <clears throat> they really help you like fully, uh, whatever makes you happy, right? And if that's also a healthy thing, that's the best. <laughs> of course, we would only recommend those things, like nice, delicious food. I, I think food is, is such a huge part of our lives and we should never neglect it. So really you should also never like underestimate the power like of food and how it influences like your mind and body. So yeah, just also don't forget like eating <laughs> <laughs> and eat healthy, like nutritiously as well. Just whatever, like that really covers like your human basic needs and helps you keep running for, for a very long time. All right. I love it. So food, massage. Do what makes you happy, as long as it's healthy, you know, dig into that. All right, Anna, in that phone call, so you, you've made that phone call back to yourself and you're able to give Anna from the past the heads up like, hey, you know, stand by, you're about to embark on a crazy journey. What would be the piece of advice you would give her? Make sure you find a very good person who knows how to do a nice massage so make sure to have the <laughs> the the salon ready and found up front that you can just like literally go in anytime you need i mean yeah i don't even know like what to say here <laughs> so i love it so so have someone on speed dial that you can call for a massage anything else so as you think about you know, what it took to build this, any other things that you would say, oh, you probably should avoid this part of the journey or wow, this part was hard. And if you just known this piece a little better, it would have been so much easier. Any Anything else that's coming to mind? And it's totally okay if you're like, well, I have no idea, but, I, but I'm curious if anything's coming up for you there. Honestly, I think that, yeah, I like Anna, you know, just eat well, don't miss any any like meals and remember like that re- remember like w- what's the ultimate goal for mm. scale gen is just keep that in mind you know and this this will really pay off and you will be happy and have much more time uh, <laughs> sometime soon so yeah probably that's something that i would share Okay, so I, I, I love like that. To hear what Oksana also would, sh- would would say to herself. 
Well, so Oksana said, take a month vacation, you know, uh, yeah, go, yeah, go now and take a month vacation. Month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And, and so I love yours was good. Like what you said was awesome. Don't forget why you're doing this and what our end goal is like, stay focused on where you're headed because that's, what's going to make you make it so that you can get through this. That That's, that's kind of where this goes. Okay. Beautiful. Okay, so now what I'm going to do, and I'm going to let one of the two of you, you guys can decide who, you're going to jump in and you're going to give us a 60-second elevator pitch. So basically, imagine that you've stepped into an elevator, the elevator is going up into the, you know, it's going up, and the guy next to you likes, yeah, I'm an Amazon seller, and... It is just so crazy. So so they've said that you, you're like, uh-oh, I know where this guy's at. I've been there, right? So so you now have 60 seconds as the elevator is going up. You have no idea which floor this guy's going to get off at. So so I'm going to give you 60 seconds to just describe who you are. Then um, right after that, I would like you to share tips, tricks, and hacks for a book or or new tools that you've used recently, new AI you've discovered, you know, a- anything like that that you'd like to share. But one of the two of you, if you can share you know, the 60 seconds of what you would say to that Amazon seller. And then right afterwards, we're going to do those tips, tricks, or hacks. So who would like to do the in the elevator? All right, let's do that. <laughs> so yeah, hi there. Let me introduce myself. My name is Sana. I'm co-founder of ScaleJet. We are an e-commerce HR agency, and we are happy to help e-commerce companies all over the world hire people all over the world. So if you have... Uh, ever had that situation that you have uh, all those fires all over the world, uh, all over the place, uh, this is exactly what we can help you with. So we can help you find the right people so that you have them in the right places. And this is how we will make your life easier and help your business scale. So yeah. That's beautiful. I don't know. I think that's much shorter than 60 I, seconds. Hey, I think you did that less. Uh, no, well done. Well done. I think that was like 45 seconds. You you totally nailed that. Okay. So now moving right into tips, tricks, and hacks. And then um, we're going to ask you where people can find you. So first tips, tricks, or hacks. Any Anything that you've come across recently that's helped you up your game in business, either productivity-wise or otherwise, what what would you say? I will start from a very simple uh, tip. I don't know if it's recent, but this is something that helps my life a lot. I start my day with uh, with the list of things that needs to be done. And I really find three things in that list that are game changers for today. And I'm focusing only like, okay, today, this is my day and I need to do three things that will change the game. And if I'm able, it's not always like a one day solution, but if I'm able to kick this off the park, I really celebrate this for myself. And I say to myself, great job. You've done a great job. You actually moved the needle today. Whatever happens tomorrow, today I did everything that I had to do to make things up and running so this is the most important tip that i want to give to anyone because it was really a life changer for myself because when you are drawing into uh, a list of things fires and everything it's not only a person that can help you it yourself is the person that can help you at the first place then the second tip is like simplify everything 
oftentimes people start overcomplicating things and that creates a burden of, okay, everything is so complicated. Try to think, okay, how can I make this as simple as possible? Simplify. And every, every time you will figure out that it's actually very simple in the end. And there is a root cause for everything. So when you find this root cause, you solve it, the whole big issue, the whole tree <laughs> is solved. Okay. And uh, this is my second tip. And the third tip is, yeah, AI has been big. Delegate everything that you can delegate. Use AI tools to delegate. Use people to delegate. But delegate doesn't mean abdicate when you are losing control, you know, because delegating means telling the person or AI tool it's the same, the result that you really want to, to get. Because you don't need to tell what to do. You need, the re you need to clearly outline the result. And this is what we also ask from our clients. What is the result that you want with that hire? Not the person, not the tasks, not the beautiful job description, the result. And keeping that focus, you're able to, to do a lot of things, actually. <laughs> I love it. Those are great. Those are three great tips. I a hundred percent agree with all three. Your your three things. Yeah, totally fantastic. Focus on the results. And and remind me again, what was your second tip? Your your last one was so good, it blew away the second one for me. <laughs> yeah. So I was saying that you need to simplify everything. Simplify that everything. Like. That's right. Simplify everything. I love it. So. Three things. So focus on those three things each day, not the whole to-do list, just those three things. Simplify everything and then, you know, drive down and uh, focus on that end result. Focus on um, what does success look like and l let the rest kind of uh, tailor in. Anna, uh, what tips, tricks, or hacks do you have for our listeners? Um, I, th I think that we're really you know very on the same page <laughs> with Oksana with three with those tips because these are like literally also the tips that helped us to to get through everything <laughs> we, we, we've had so far so yeah I would probably just like covering the next part of the question like in regards to the books I wouldn't want like to advise like lots of them and everything i i think that it's literally enough if you haven't like read yet good to great by jim collins it's like a must read absolutely so this is the book to read because again entrepreneurs like don't really have a lot of extra time <laughs> and you don't need like 100 books to read you, you just want that that book that will help you to have uh, the right attitude and also uh, how to build the business like in the right way and also I don't know like if you would like definitely start with good to great also if you really like that one and I think that you will you can also read the built to last but the latest edition which was published three years ago like in 2020 so yeah, that's like the tip. I would just say that the book really focuses on the key areas for the entrepreneur to focus on when building the business without any extra information, you know, without uh, like super obvious things that people could 
hear like from Instagram gurus or whatever that is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't want to offense here anyone because of course people are all different and there are also like good people out there sharing their knowledge. However, yeah, that would probably be it. Love it. Well, appreciate you both. Um, I think that wraps it up for our episode of Monetizing Your Mental Capital. Thank you, Oksana and Anna. Before we dive off here, how can people get in connect? How, how can they connect with you? What's the best way to get in touch? So first thing, <clears throat> we have a website, scale-jet.com. Uh, and also, of course, we are happy to connect on LinkedIn. I don't know if we will include like the links. Yeah, so... Website, LinkedIn are the best. Yeah. Via the website, you can schedule the call directly and we will be attending to this call with Anna. So if you have any questions or any request or any piece of advice about building your or scaling your team, uh, you can schedule that call directly. We'll appreciate your time today and we'll stop recording there.